0: We'd like to welcome you to our dedicated study entitled, D-Wave Computers, the CERN Particle Collider, and the Mandela Effect. Now, this is a subject that I have had more requests for me to do in the last few years than any other, by far. And the one reason I haven't really delved into it, the main reason is really the absolute voluminous amount of material that I have personally in trying to cover this. I mean I've got right now a fifty-three page document and a lot of them are are audios so there's no possible way I can really cover this unless I did like a 40 part study where I played all the videos, got into every single nuance of this nobody wants to hear a 40-part study nobody has that kind of time but in order to do this subject justice in order to cover this as thoroughly as I can in order to present the most rock solid case that cannot be refuted because that's what I'm gonna do um, I'm gonna I'm just gonna try to cover the key areas regarding this subject. And really hit the high points. And then leave the other research that I've already done within the PDF that I will be posting. Now I don't know how long this is going to take. I'm starting this on July 8th, 2018. I don't know when this is actually going to go up online. Because I really feel like God convicted me when I do release this study. I need to release it in one fell swoop with all the parts done. So that the naysayers out there really can't come back to me and say, yeah, but you didn't cover this. There's no way I'll be able to cover it all. The PDF will cover a large amount, but because this is almost ongoing, because they keep finding new things regarding this Mandela effect and what is happening, there's no way to really cover it all at once. There are absolute, there's an absolute plethora of videos out there regarding new things that they're discovering all the time. And the main thing that concerns the Christians is the Bible changes, particularly the King James Bible changes. That's the big thing that that I've had requests on. And I mean, I've had people just begging me to do this study, and I've I've really been um, remiss in not covering this, and I apologize to my listeners about that. It is hard when you're a one-man band. You're trying to answer all of these questions coming in, some about health questions some about bible questions some about what do i do about this and in answering thousands and thousands of questions like that and then doing the audios and and then all of the conversions that need to be done getting them up online uh the recordings themselves there's just so many aspects plus i just have my everyday life i don't have a wife it's it's really i got a lot on my plate and um i had this i thing that's happened since the start of um This year and um, that's kind of slowed me down as well I've tried to streamline streamline my life more this is a topic though that's long overdue and um, listen I've listened to like the audios that a lot of my listeners that are begging me not to do this have sent me I've looked at them and I have to be honest with you comparing what I have I've looked at both sides of the issue. I've tried to be fair about this and look at both sides of the issue. I mean, I've taken a four-year, three to four-year look at this. Okay? This has been going on a long time. I can remember my first listener that emailed me this stuff initially, and I just kept blowing it off and blowing it off, and it's gotten worse. It's gotten more overwhelming. It's gotten to the point where there's no possible way that if somebody that really takes a look at this in depth can deny it anymore there's just no way you have to be just i don't even know just totally closed-minded to even looking and i'm I'm talking just put the bible stuff aside if you want to do that if you want to just not even get into that there are so many things you can look at that are absolutely totally undeniable and the thing is, is if it was one or two things oh what's the big deal okay i misremembered it this or that but when it's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of things, most likely thousands and thousands of things that have changed seemingly in our reality, it's it gets to the point where, yeah, I guess I could keep ignoring it like I've kind of been doing and I'm guilty of that. And, and I would say 99.999% of all other pastors in that same boat. And I don't really want to be put in that boat. Um, and I'm not going to be anymore. Um I just don't see any way this can be absolute, can be denied at this point. It's overwhelming, and I'm gonna be getting into things in this study that are absolutely, totally irrefutable on the Bible changes and on the other changes. Uh, and you could say, well, yeah, this or that. Okay, but look at the body of work in totality that I am going to put up there. There's probably not going to be another study like this put up on the internet because when I cover things like this, I tend to go really super overboard because I'm accountable to God to what I am putting out there. And if I can't put up something that I can verify that is irrefutable, I tend not to, like the study I did on, let's say Disney, okay, are you going to say that that can be refuted on all of the pedophilic issues and all the other garbage that goes on? It's, it's, it's so easy because it's so easily verifiable. This is going to be the exact same way, is what I'm telling you. So, you can ignore this now, and you can say, okay, he's really went off the deep end, I'm out. That's fine. That's your prerogative. But there's going to come a point in the future where these things get so—I mean, they already are. They already so are so irrefutable. They already are so in your face that you're going to have to—you're going to be forced to re-examine this. Now, a big reason that this isn't already being done is because this is absolutely 100% being repressed by the modern-day church. And I don't really care if you're 501c or not. I think this is almost a universal thing. There's very few Christians out there that are willing to address this subject and be quote labeled and be quote demonized because that's what typically happens. I've had listeners that are basically, you know, beg me not to do this, but just and then I've had them beg me to do it. It really doesn't matter though If you really look at the grand scheme of things, what anyone wants us to do, all that really matters is what God would want us to do. We're living in the greatest time of deception that the world has ever known. Ever. And there are a lot of biblical things that indicate that, like in Amos, that there's going to come a day when there's a famine in the earth, but it's not going to be a famine of bread or food, it's going to be a famine for hearing the words of God. That's what it's going to be a famine of. And you and you think how could that possibly be when there are literally millions and millions and millions of King James Bibles in circulation. The 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 translation I have always defended um and you know that if you've listened to this this um these reports you know that um how could that be i mean even if they came in and confiscated bibles all somebody would have to do is go out there and bury or hide their king james bibles be kind of hard to find it's not like you could find them with a metal detector like they could find guns that way how are they going to get rid of all the bibles how is there going to be a famine of words in the land for hearing the words of god and the people are going to go to and fro seeking it, but they're not going to find it. This is why it's so important to hide the words of God in your heart. To memorize the King James Bible now, obviously the verses that haven't been altered. And that's the vast, vast majority of them. This is not a message of, okay, let's give up on God, let's... I'm i in I'm thrown in the towel. This is it. Can't handle anymore. Well, you're gonna have to hand, You're gonna have to come and deal with this reality either now or later. Okay, you're gonna have to do that one way or another. I think it would be more um, prudent to do it now. To deal with this issue. Take a good hard look at it. And you come to your own conclusion. I'm not trying to force you to do anything. Uh, I don't think this teaching can possibly be refuted. I've been looking at this, literally sitting on this material, for like three to four years at this point. I really don't know exactly. I know it's in that three to four year range. I'm pretty sure it's it's in that range. Um, I've been derelict in not doing this sooner. And again, I apologize About that, I have had a lot of pressure on me from a select group of listeners to not do this. That this is going to be the last straw for them if I do this particular teaching. Now, the fear of man bringeth a snare. So, and there was, and I will say, in all fairness, there there was a part of me, there was a part of me that did not want to be a stumbling block. For my listeners, but I've looked at this, I keep re-examining this and I keep re-looking at this issue, hoping that maybe there's gonna be some type of explanation, and there's not. Every time I re-examine it, it's more and more overwhelming, it's more and more undeniable, and therefore, as a watchman, it is my absolute total duty to prepare my listeners, to educate my listeners. So that they're not destroyed for lack of knowledge. This is not about giving up on God. This message. This is not about giving up on Jesus Christ. This is something that that God knew fully well was going to happen. This probably is going to be part of the, I guess you would say, strong delusion. This does most likely have to do with these D wave computers and the CERN particle collider, and maybe other particle colliders. Maybe there's other um, occult rituals going on that are also affecting this it's, it's it's hard to pin that one down the actual cause i think it's these d-wave computers in the cern particle colliders and we will cover that we're not going to cover that really right off the bat we're going to we're going to look at um, a couple of different pastors to see what they've got to say about this particular subject how they're broaching the subjects with their congregations and um so that's how we're gonna start out and then we're gonna kind of see i've got so much information i'm not exactly 100 percent sure what the right way to present this in the right order when you've got a dot a word doc this big that i've been compiling for three to four years i don't really know what's the best way to present so i'm just gonna start see that's been my biggest problem before another thing is that Another reason I haven't done this is because the the amount and volume of information I have is so voluminous, so gigantic, that I'm like, where do I start? What do I, I mean, I'm just going to start. And and um, we'll just go from there. And let's start with this first video entitled Concerned, C-E-R-N, <laughs> Pastor, Concerned Pastor of the Mandela Effect. Now, we're only going to, we're going to play up till about, almost the 34-minute mark on this first video. And we're not even going to get into all the other stuff because then he starts to get into a lot of the specific changes and stuff that I think we can get into those changes and cover them quicker. And again, I don't know how many parts this is going to be, even though I am going to trim it up quite a bit. It's probably going to be very large. It might be the biggest study I've ever done. So this is Concerned Pass from the Mandela Effect. He has a very small, it looks like a home church group, and he says he tests the memory of his group before telling them, thus proving this is real. Now, if you're not familiar with what I'm talking about today, with the Mandela effect, that's almost good. Because then you don't have preconceived notions. Then you can't talk yourself out of something like this. is easy. Because the carnal mind is going to most likely resist what you're getting ready to hear. It's going to be too earth-shattering to your paradigm, to a lot of people's paradigms, I just pray God gives us eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive. You know. That's really my 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 prayer about this. So I'm gonna go ahead and start this. West Side Holiness House Church. July 25th, 2016. So he starts off here with, he posts, uh, childlike faith believes what God shows him. Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them and said, Verily I say unto you, except ye shall be converted and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. What that really speaks to me is what is a little child typically? Typically, a little child. Is humble a little child's a little child He's cute he's come you know he's, he's. now i understand little little children can operate in pride but it's typically not the way they'll operate um whosoever therefore shall humble himself as a little child there we have the connection between humility and little children the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven this is why i keep i've always emphasized in my ministry that humility is so incredibly important i'll tell you what I was incredibly humbled today. I had to go to the funeral of a 11-day-old little girl, little baby. That's where I spent my afternoon today. I had been fasting over this funeral for about, well, I don't know, I guess it was about four o'clock 4 a.m Saturday God I just felt like God told me to start fasting even though I was going to the funeral literally on the Sunday <coughs> I was hoping God would raise a little baby from the dead. I, I really was and I I'm I honestly 100% believe that we're gonna start seeing things like that. I really do and I don't mean false miracles. I mean the real deal. Jesus said greater things that you will do about my disciples. Okay? And we're in that end times, and as wicked increases, grace all the more. I really believe as wicked increases, you're going to start to see a compensatory mechanism in the body of Christ by his remnant, where you're going to start seeing real supernatural things. And I don't mean the line signs and wonders of the Antichrist, the false prophet. I'm talking about real. I mean, the Bible, there, there, there's a lot of Bible verses that you could point to regarding the end times where that's going to be a reality as well um and i was i was hoping god would raise this little girl from the dead it was a friend of of mine a uh, couple that owns a local business that i frequent and um they um, they oh man i'll tell you uh-huh uh I was bawling uh, pretty much from the time they started their testimonies up until the time the service ended. It was one of the most, um, gut-wrenching yet beautiful services I have ever been to in my life. It was, a, it was like, like the first Baptist church of a local town here in uh, North Carolina where I live and, um. I honestly didn't. I thought I, I did believe they were Christians. I did not know that they were. Um, I guess at the level I, I perceive them to be at now, because of what the, the testimonies they were giving and how grateful they were for their eleven days with their baby girl. Oh my word! I mean, if this if this didn't make you move you and make you, I don't know what would. It was. I was trying so hard to keep it together. I don't know how many Kleenexes I went through, and, and I was, oh. And to see a little infant in like a little bassinet who's passed away, I mean, man, it's that's some heavy-duty stuff. And it really does... Um, make you appreciate how precious the gift of life is. And they were so thankful for just the little 11 days they had with with their little baby. It was super, super humbling to see that. And I just can hardly imagine a better two parents. Because you could tell, they were absolutely, totally head over heels in love with this little girl. And And their parents were too. They raised wonderful two wonderful children that married who were christians and they had a miscarriage before this and i think that was one of the reasons that they were so like um i don't know maybe i don't know if they sensed something or not i mean the baby was born totally healthy god forbid baby just they, they said it was no fault of anyone's and that the heart her heart just stopped But, you know, God forbid it was from one of the vaccines because I'm sure they probably got their baby vaccinated. And I mean, that's so much of the time is what kills these babies, you know? So I don't know. She stopped breathing, I guess her heart quit. They said she just had a weak heart. I don't know. I I have a tendency to believe that, you know, there might've been a lot more to it than regarding the vaccination issue because that kills so many babies. And, um, but yet they were praising God and so thankful to God for the 11 days they had and were not feeling sorry for themselves. I mean, all the Bible verses they quoted, all the songs they quoted, it did as well with my soul. She kept, she like said those words, the, the mom. I was humbled. I was so incredibly humbled and praying so hard. Can you imagine if, if that baby started crying in that little bassinet slash casket that she was in do you know how many people would get saved from something like that i mean that would make i mean, would think it'd make worldwide news i want to see that happen because i want to see the lord jesus christ get that glory i want to see father god get that glory i want to see the fear fall upon people when they realize this stuff is real i want to see souls get saved as a result of something like that and i have 100 faith to believe that's going to start happening um but anyway going back to this verse, whosoever shall humble himself as as this little child the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven and who shall receive uh one whoever shall receive one such little child in my name receiveth me but whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and he um, be drowned i don't know if that's KJ, I don't think that's KJV but its called, it might be New King James but anyway you get the gist of it you've heard me quote that verse many times Drown in the depths of the sea
1: Matthew 18 has a really important passage about childlike faith, and uh, I feel like childlike faith is a really, really important thing to have, of course, and um, so I guess I want to do something.
0: If you have childlike faith, you're just not going to come before God with a proud heart. God detests pride, and He'll share His glory with no one. So I think that's why it's so important because if you come to to God humbly with a childlike faith, you're taking care of so many things right off the bat that's not going to crop up in you. It just eliminates a lot of the other pitfalls. I'm not saying it, it has to eliminate every pitfall, but you're taking care of a lot of the bases when you come before God if you're like that.
1: This is such a, this message is, I think it literally made my heart feel like I was like, like, wow, I think things are <sighs> taking a deep breath because I can see how far things have gotten into a place that I am sure most people aren't going to be able to even take it in. It's, it's like there's a lot of things that goes on in this world where the world is trying to stir up fear in people. And
0: Now, again, this was done uh, over two years ago. No, a little over it was june 27 2016 so just so you know this is not something that just happened last week like i said i've been i've been compiling information for a good three to four years on this subject
1: um, this this what i learned this week something that i've been kind of like feeling and so i was a little bit available to hear it when i heard it you know how sometimes certain things come to you and you're like you're not really in a zone because there's certain thoughts have a lot that go into them and in order to you know believe something you have to have already had an idea of it in advance and I have and um, so like I said what I'm going to be saying today is it's worthy of discussion but it's not worthy of being your everything because I feel like the Lord is showing me that you can learn what the attacks of the enemy are but to dwell on them is not your King
0: Jesus is our King you know. yeah, amen. And that's something that's really good regarding this subject, because we don't want to dwell on this. We don't want this to become all-encompassing, like Flat Earth has. And it, the thing is, here's another reason I kind of, yet one more. When you cover this subject, you're immediately lumped in with the Flat Earthers. So if you believe in Mandela, you're a Flat Earther. You're You're just as nutty and loony as they. Okay is how it's said. Now, I'm not saying all flat earthers are like that. I've got listeners that believe that, I guess. But I'm going to do a dedicated study on the flat earth thing, too. That's another long, long overdue one. Now, that one is a lot easier to cover because it's so easy to refute that one on so many different levels. This one is not easy to refute. And the more I learn about it, the more I'm convinced of it because it's more, it's just overwhelming the amount of information that comprises it
1: I have, no matter what man does no matter how far man wants to go away from God's narrow way amen and what their idea of faith is is not faith God's faith is faith the biblical faith the word of the Yeshua Jesus the real true resurrection in the life totally God and totally man amen the same Jesus and so for me where I'm at and I I did take this burden on and it is a biggie and quite frankly I've never laid out a, an easy word I can think of maybe one or two easy words that I've laid out in the last several years since this meeting has begun and um, this one in a, in, a, in a way is probably going to take the cake
0: and again he's he's in this really you can tell it's a very small room it's a very small like home church this is where you're going to hear this most likely you're, you're not going to hear it from Benny Hinn or Creflo give me a dollar or Kenneth Copeland or these others you're, you're most likely not going to hear it from them you're going to hear it from like some maybe some itinerant preachers out there small home groups it's just the pastors are, are avoiding this like the plague hey I've kind of avoided it like the plague I really don't have a right to judge <laughs> this one. maybe if I would have done a study but again I wanted to make 100% sure when I did this, that it was so unbelievably irrefutable. <coughs> and I just keep learning more and more things about it that just further confirm that it's just, you can't explain it away.
1: As as, wow, are you kidding me? This is a biggie. So, um, I, don't, I don't want to say brace yourself, but kind of brace yourself, because as soon as we get done talking about it, we're going to get into exalting Christ again. For who he is and what we do know, and I, what I want to do is, I want to save. I want I want something that is in you. I want that innocence that's in you and your childlike faith to be in you and to remain there. Amen. I don't ever want you to compromise that childlike faith. Right. When you know something, I want you to say yes. I know that's what's up. And people are, oh, are you sure? Because you could have been, you know. And they try to make you think it, rethink things, and it, it, it's very tricky to keep your thoughts together. And so today I'm going to teach us that the childlike faith is where our heart is open and humble before what makes faith real, God's presence. Amen. Preaching goes on, but God Almighty by his Holy Spirit is what makes it real. Amen. And so today because today's message I almost didn't want to talk about it. I was going to just change the subject totally, but I don't think I I don't think I'm supposed to. I don't want to try to be like other preachers who I couldn't picture saying what I'm going to say tonight and thinking that what I say could empty the church out and no one would ever come back again kind of a talk. That's what I'm talking about. It, it was. It was. A, it's a biggie. But what I want to do, I did it to Kathy this week. As soon as I was like, whoa, am I hearing what I think I'm hearing? And so I got on the phone with her and interrupted her day. And how many know when you're going, when there's a war going on, not every day is a good day, <laughs> okay? And there is a war. I mean, we're the army of God, the, the true and living God, okay? The very God who made everything and then watched everything drift away and fall into sin. Like all like sheep, we've all gone astray, but He sent His Son, only begotten of the Father, to die and raise again, to purchase the salvation for all them that will believe in the name of the One who died and raised again. Amen. That's what time it is. Jesus Christ is all still true, okay? It's all still true. And I promise you, nobody's ready for this message. Nobody is. It's going viral all over the web among Christians and non-Christians. And this doesn't just affect our normal world. It affects affects things that we've been...
0: Again, this has been doing this, and I have had probably overall more requests to do this study than probably any other in the last few years. And I mean, this last week alone, I've had three different requests from listeners saying, were you aware of this? I mean, they are literally finding out about this for the first time. I've got, to, I've got to address this. And I've got to address it in such a way that, you know, I, I, hopefully I'm going to do a good job. Because I think that, like, the studies that I do, whether it's like, okay, let's say alien, end time, delusion, UFO, that type of stuff. How I like to do things is give you so much information, and I'm not making it up, it's all real, that there's no possible way it can be refuted because I have to answer to God for this. The Bible says to whom much is given, much is required. And I know that Christians are going to be dealing with this issue. Um, And here's another thing. These Bible changes that they're going to be getting into, they're primarily, mostly occurring in the King James Bible. Now, if you were Satan, what version would you attack? Based on all of the other studies I've ever done on this particular subject and in how we've defended the King James Bible and the gigantic differences between the King James Bible and, let's say, the NIV or the other modern translations. They're translated from two totally different underlying Hebrew and Greek sources. One is a very corrupt Hebrew and Greek, the Sinaiticus and the Vaticanus, which spawned the 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 um, revised version of 1881 by Westcott and Hort, who were two high-level occultists. And then you have the King James Bible, which is which has which has text types underlying the Greek and Hebrew that are not corrupted. Totally different, okay? Hebrew Masoretic text and then Um, byzantine text um, textus receptus regarding the king james so that's important satan and these changes are primarily and for the majority occurring in the king james in a a very overwhelming way just that one version isn't that weird well again if you were satan what version would you attack
1: looking at for a long time and so please don't think I'm crazy. i just got to warn you in advance. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. It's big, isn't it? It's hard. Yeah, it is. It's a biggie. So, um, I almost just want to start by asking you a couple questions.
0: But, but can't you sense the humility in him? You know, just his voices, inflections. I I, I just, I love this guy. You know, I love this bastard. I do. Uh, you can sense humility in people. And it's, it's hard. I don't think it's something... I don't, I don't, man, I, that's hard to fake. Genuine realness and humility is something that's pretty tough to fake. <laughs> and, and I think that's one of the things that endears me to, to this particular gentleman. I've never heard him before, um, but it, it just endears me to him because I, I, I see that in him. And, and I think he's a perfect person to present this.
1: In fact, don't even cut the camera. You're just going to go ahead and be natural because I want today to be a special day. And I'm going to give you guys all a pen and paper and I'm going to have you guys write down this thing so I can have it in writing. <laughs> right? Is that a good idea?
2: <laughs> yeah. It worked, right?
1: Idea. So you couldn't say, well maybe I did think it out wrong. No. I want everybody to just go with what God calls in childlike nature. He said, except you come as a child. Amen. It says right here. And Jesus called a little child unto him and set him on uh, in the midst of them and he said, Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted and become as little children, ye shall not inherit the kingdom of heaven. Okay. Wheresoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Amen. You know what he's saying? He says, if you will just be real, you know why there's a temptation to not be real? Mm -hmm. Because of people's opinion around you. Amen. Amen. They're going to have another mindset. You just look at their face and you can see nothing but unbelief. And in order to have peace with them and not have them laugh at you, you have to agree with
0: them. Oh, man. I've been through a lot of this in the last couple years. A lot of ministries that I literally promoted before. And I'm not even going to name names. But just let's say they were all pretty much of the Baptist persuasion. Because that's what I came out of. Yes, I came out of Pentecostal before that. But then I spent a lot of years... In the Baptist Church. Independent, fundamental, King James, unregistered Baptist Church. The most hardcore of the hardcore. Okay. And spoke at some of their conferences and ultimately became very much ostracized and very, dare I say, hated by a lot of them because of the subjects I've covered. Got booted off of Sermon Audio, which has a huge baptist slash 501c3 presence they couldn't have me on there i mean god really gave me favor on there i mean i don't want to brag but i mean i had a lot of favor on there (laughs) i I, I rose very quickly um when i started posting but a lot of the uh, some of the ministries that still like hung with me afterward have now um who i promoted who i've not attacked have turned around in the last two to three years and really, you know, come after me. And um, I've had to just get to the point where, I, I mean, it's like, okay, well, we're going to part ways. Well, we'll agree to disagree. And, I mean, they've had whole multiple sermons done on me by a lot of these ministries, demonizing me in in, in, in you know, this type of stuff. So this will be yet one more um, proof to them that I am, you know, of the devil, I guess. And so you, you be the judge. You, you look at the fruit of this ministry. I could send you a, a, um, a, um, a word doc. And, and again, this is not about bragging, but I've, I've compiled just a little bit, just a tiny, tiny bit most of these, I don't even put in this Word doc, especially now because I don't really have the time to post these in there anymore. I'm very grateful for people that send me, um, like, um, listener comments. And right now, okay, it's, these are some of the listener comments from my three years at Sermon Audio plus others more recent. It is a 247-page Word doc. Okay. Um, the font is 11-point Arial, so a fairly small font, 247 pages, and this is a small portion of the testimonies I've got on how contending for truth, and I'm not going to get take any credit, I'm not going to take any glory from God, I give all the credit to the Lord Jesus Christ and Father God. He's the one that gave me the knowledge in, in that I've got that hopefully I can help other people. Jesus said, let them that's greatest among you, let him be your servant. That's really what I've endeavored to be ever since this started back in 2006. Just tried to be a servant. And um, it's 247 pages of people giving their testimony about what Contending for Truth has done for them. I haven't in that time period ever begged for money. I've never tried to get on the bandwagon of, Oh, I've got to get rich, and I've got to sell all of these products, and I've got to do... Yes, I have InVive Colloidal Silver on there, you know, on my website. And I'll put it in my health newsletters. But I also know that God showed me that, that product, and it's helped a ton of my listeners. And I've never gotten chastened by God for promoting that. I try not to be overbearing with it. Yes, I've promoted some of my clinical nutritional lines. Sure. And I also know that these can be life saving things if you implement them. We are body, soul, and spirit. And if the devil can destroy any part of that, body being one of the main ways he comes against us, well, then it's really, really hard to be on fire for God if your body is a total wreck. Let's face it, it's tough, you know? So, anyway. Um, Let's go back to this. I got off on a tangent there.
1: But sometimes agreeing with them is going to make you disagree with God. That's a that's the devil. Amen. So what I'm going to say today, yeah, I mean, on, childlike-
0: and honestly, I feel like I've been chasing maybe part of this thing with my eyes because I haven't done this Mandela thing. I don't know. Could be. Could have been disobedience to God for years over this. And and God had to finally bring me to this point. I mean, I've I, I'll be honest. I've been chasing my God since the start of this year, like, more than I had in many, many, many years, way over a decade, many, many years with this stuff. I've had one thing after another go on, you know? And, and it's it's brought me closer to God, and I think the, the result of chastening is like a pruning effect. You tend to end up having less sin in your life than you ever did before, you know? I've recommended, you know, those mass... Those, um, those some of those deliverance teachings and things of this nature, and I think they're really, really good to do, um, as well. Think and that that can have a tremendous effect on your walk with God. And that's another thing that you know the Baptists don't tend to believe at all that we can't have a demon in us, and and we're we're you know, Holy Spirit lives in us, and we can't have anything dwelling in us that's not of the Holy Spirit. And I kind of got into that in a recent teaching, but I'm gonna. Lord willing, when I have time, I'm going to revisit that subject and go into that in much more depth because I truly believe that that is one of the last frontiers on how a Christian truly gets set free and that we're deceiving ourselves if we think that we can't have any um, demonic entities uh, dwelling within us or influencing us in that regard I, I really think we're 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 deceiving ourselves and the church tends to perpetuate that you know the, the I'm, I'm talking the average modern 501c3 church it tends to very much perpetuate that so um, let's go further
1: childlike faith according to the son of god god and man amen according to god childlike faith is what's up for heaven path amen to so how you drop by the great dear son of god right into the straight and narrow way it is childlike faith. I want you to guard that thing. It says guard your heart with all diligence. Amen. Childlike faith is where our heart can remain in the straight and narrow way. It's just saying, Lord, you said it. I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? Every people's opinion, the Bible says that there's going to be doctrines. It says that in the last days, there's going to be seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. It says many are going to be departing from the path. Many will give heed to seducing spirits are going to heap among themselves teachers to tickle their itchy ears because they're used to following what man is doing another fad started in God or excuse me, something started in God and then it turns into a fad because man takes it over and Jesus was powerful because he always says I only do what my father does that's why I went over to this guy over at the pool of Bethesda and said wilt thou be made whole amen and then the and before the water even stirred he said to take up your bed and walk or whatever you know he's, he heals the He heals people because He he operates the way the Father operates. He didn't do anything on His own authority. And no one who does real miracles today or even leads people to Jesus or prays real prayers is not because of you, it's because of the Lord moving His way in you. Amen. His river runs His way, period, in your life or away from your life according to whether you're going to get in His river and His biblical faith. According to what he has spoken right from the very beginning, let there be light and let there be light in those hearts continually. Hallelujah. And those that will remain childlike. Amen. So Matthew 18 is the text tonight, but we're going to have a, a, like I said, this is going to be a biggie. And I love you all dearly. Don't leave. The, please don't leave. <laughs> Seriously. You love me still? <laughs> and, hang on a second. I'm going to give you guys paper and pencil so if you can write this down. So you, you can know I wrote this down myself. Here, thank you. Hey Amen. You guys love me? Do you trust me? I really, really have a very serious point, and I want to instill something into us so we don't let the world try to force us to think different than what the Lord has shown us, okay? So, childlike nature, I want to take us all to our childhood, and I am going to ask you probably ten different questions, and I'm not saying this to be silly. Every question is going to sound ridiculous, okay? Okay. But I'm just asking you to bear with me because I promise I have a point. (laughs) Okay? Is everybody ready? (coughs) Question number one. Is a show from back in the day, probably 40 or 50 years old, called Mr. Rogers. Anybody heard of that? All I want you to write down is this one phrase. I'm going to sing the melody. It's a beautiful... (laughs) Write down exactly what you heard me sing, except for I didn't say it. So you're going to write down what you know. It's a beautiful one. And stop right there. Okay. Everybody look up at me when you're done. I promise I have a point. And I promise you, everybody who hears this and learns this for real, their minds are like, wow, are you kidding me? So please know I'm not joking around. Okay, next one. Is let's see what's Um Just write down two words, first name and the last name. Okay, my Baloney has a first name. It's and my Baloney has a second name. It's just write the first and last name of that exactly as you remember as a child, please. No looking at each other's papers. <laughs> but I promise you, you're gonna. I promise you, your mind is gonna be blown. I promise you. Okay, I got an A, B, or C here. Okay, A, um, the frog shall lie down with the lamb. A, B, the wolf shall lie down with the lamb. C, the lion shall lie down with the lamb. A, B, or C. There's a show from the '60s. Stan and Jan. Bernstein made these cartoon bears, Bernstein bears. Write down those two words, Bernstein bears, just like you remember it as a child. Childlike nature only. Amen. Bernstein bears. Just remember it just how you picture it as a kid. you guys i promise you this is going to go down in history and i'm not joking because <laughs> everybody's going to need to do this that way they cannot back out and say did think it wrong no you're right <laughs> if you answer truthfully you can't miss if you don't know the answer it's all right but if you know the answer you know it second one was what i'm Michael
2: and me. that's the first
1: thing. okay third one
2: is ones either a frog with
1: Oh, the frog, the frog lies th- down with the lamb, or wolf. the wolf lays down with the lamb, or the, the lion, lion lays down with the lamb. A, B, or C, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and the next one.
2: Yeah,
1: the bears, stained bears. A bear's stained bears. Bear. And... Okay. Um, Forrest Gump did a movie, and he was sitting next to someone on the bench, and said. Um, Something about box of chocolates. You guys remember that that phrase? Please write that phrase down, just like you remember as a child. Okay, in Matthew chapter seven, um, Matthew chapter seven, it says, "Judge not." What does it say right after that? Judge not. that's all i ask no wrong answers amen childlike nature is just
0: now these are just a tiny tiny portion of the bible changes some of the bible changes um are from what i've seen some of the people posting videos and putting information out on this don't know their bible and they're saying that this word was not yes it was in there I'm trying to be as objective as possible. A lot of these words, I mean, were absolutely in there. They haven't been changed. It's just that they don't know their Bible, so they're like, there's no way this word can be in there. Okay, so understand that some of what they're talking about is not legit. It's not. I'm only going to focus on the ones that are so overbearingly obvious and that the ones that actually have been changed, there's really no way to refute them. I'm not going to get into at all these other ones that people are saying maybe you're changed, but not everybody's doing. People that really know their Bibles aren't even bringing those versions up. Uh, so understand that as well, okay? I'm only going to stick to the ones that are, I mean, that are just so unbelievably obvious that there's a problem here. That's the ones we're going to really, really stick to do your best and that's childlike amen so you will win give your best and you will can't you can't fail because uh, to to just reiterate on a little bit some of these bible changes that we're going to go through they make no sense now it makes the bible make no sense on some of these passages of scripture i mean just gigantically no sense or gigantic red flags
1: There's, there's probably like a hundred of these things that you can do and show you something that will absolutely blow your mind. Excuse me. Okay, next one. The Lord's Prayer. Um, if you, just As you remember it. Um, Thy will be done. Thy will be done. Um, earth as it is in heaven. How's that whole thing go? Write that down. Write
2: the whole prayer?
1: Um... Right. Just
2: the next line. Just the next
1: line. After that it says, Thy will be done, it says our Father who art which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. You write the next five or six words. Okay, what is another one going on? Do you remember? Star Trek. What is the most famous line? And he says, he wants to go back up to the ship. He says something Scotty. Is that, did you, if you remember him saying that, then write it down. Um, I think it's, oh, the, um, Snow White movie. And she stands in front of the mirror and says. Now this is
0: the original Snow White movie. The one that was from like a long, long time ago. The one that Disney first released. Okay, This is one that's, I mean They're all pretty amazing But some of these are just I mean It's just unbelievable
1: Something Who's the fairest of them all What is all that whole sentence Something She she, she calls it something She names it something On the wall Who's the fairest of them all You be a child like just like you remember as a kid, young people might not get it right, but people who are 30 and 40 and 50, they will they will have a better chance of knowing the truth. Okay. Can I think of one more? Oh, yeah, the spray you don't like. Oh, spray I don't like. It's called Febreze. Please write down Febreze.
0: How to spell it?
1: Just like you remember, Febreze.
0: Now, just so you know, we're going to be getting into tons more of these. And And it's not going to go this slow. But I think this is a good way to start where, let's just say, you're taking this quiz right now. Especially if you're not familiar with this topic. And this is a good, nice, gentle way to start off this talk from a preacher who's very humble I've determined not to come regarding this teaching, trying to bash something over my listeners' heads and act arrogant and like, you know, this or that. I think that it's very, very important. And that's why I think he started out with the whole thing about childlike faith and humility. And I think he's trying to present this topic in that mode of thought, in in that way. And and I, I think that's the right way to do this with really people in general and Christians.
1: That's it. That's it for that one. Let me... Can I do one more? This one is... This one is just unbelievable. Um, And forgive me for saying this. This is so... This is... Should I do the... the, In the city? No. No. Never get it. Never mind. We don't have to do that. We got enough. We got enough. We got enough. Okay. Ten (laughs) ten is fine. Okay. We'll cut that. right. We're
0: going to get into that one later. the, The one that he just talked about, but...
1: It's just too much to get into. Okay. Everybody, everybody ready? Yep. Okay. Whew. Okay. In, uh Number one is Mr. Rogers and um, who wants to say what they wrote down? Okay.
2: It? It's a beautiful day in the
1: neighborhood. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. In her childlike nature, she just said it like she remembers, and she hit it right on the nose. Did anybody else get that right? <laughs> Mister Rogers' uh, theme. It's the beautiful day. <laughs> she wrote in your the neighborhood. I wrote. <laughs> well, you got it right then. Good. I actually hummed four times though. It's okay. So no, you guys hear what I'm saying?
2: Yeah.
1: It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Did you guys get all get that?
2: Nope. Neither what, Mr.
1: Boucher. Okay, that's okay. You, you didn't get it right because
0: you didn't know. That's fine. I mean, not everybody's gonna know that one because, I mean, unless you're like grew up in that era, like I did. I mean, if you're a millennial, you're probably not gonna know that. But anybody, I don't know, if you have to be over the age of, oh, I, I don't know, <laughs> thirty-five at least. But sometimes. A millennial may get it right just because they've seen clips from it from in times past, but you know it's it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I mean that's was absolutely obviously always the way it was said.
1: Okay, and number three, number two, Oscar. huh? And number two. <laughs> spell spell Oscar Meyer. O S C A R. And then M-E-Y-E-R. Is that what you got? Yeah. I never got anything. Because huh. I don't remember that. Yes, yeah, she was a different country. Oh, you don't- I'm sorry. Okay. Did, <laughs> yeah. You don't have any hot dogs over there? What did you get? Never. Did you get the same? I yeah, I just wrote my or different. I put M-Y-E-R. M-Y-E-R. Okay, that's interesting. That's hilarious, okay. M-Y-E-R. Yeah. yeah. But uh,
2: I did M-E-R. What?
1: that's what I got to. Okay, number
2: three...
0: Again, that is an old commercial, though. The one they're in reference to. Little kid on a dock. My baloney has a first name. Okay, that's an old commercial. I mean, that's from like the 70s, I think. I was born in 69. I remember that commercial. But not everybody's going to remember that commercial. So, some of these I don't even really think are the best to use because there's, there's other ones out there that are more powerful, really. They're going to be... Some of these are going to have a lot more impact on different people because they've grown up in different eras, different times. Maybe they were exposed to the TV a lot more. I know I was. I was raised on the TV. I was I was like, you know, this stuff was ingrained into my head. Okay, but then like a lot of the new stuff wouldn't be ingrained in my head because I, I really haven't had a TV. I mean, I've got one in my bedroom, but I never watch it. And we don't have cable. I mean, I can play VHS cassettes that I've got old ones like old videos I have of Taylor and stuff like that, but I haven't even used that in years. So it kind of depends there's a lot of factors. Some of these are what I guess the point I'm trying to make here is some of these changes are going to be much ring much more true or have much more profound, even traumatic effect on you because you're gonna have this so locked into your memory banks and you're gonna be like, whoa it wasn't that way there's no way and some of them are gonna be like i don't know it totally depends on the person what year they grew up in what they were exposed to and that type of thing but when you look at this in totality and you start to see hundreds which turn into thousands of these types of changes it's like okay something's got to be going on here because there's no way everybody can be wrong about this stuff
1: the blank shall lie down with the lamb what'd you get c c everybody got c what, is, what was C? The lion? Oh, the lion,
0: yeah. The lion that lay down with the lamb? A, lion. Now remember, the choices were um, the frog will lie down with the lamb, the wolf will lie down with the lamb, or the lion.
2: B, wolf, because I'm I, I not uh, sure I'm without a kind of woman, I mean, animal that could be. The lion, the lion. Okay, but
0: some of these people don't know their Bible, so it's like they're not even, they're just guesstimating some of them. So it's you got to bear that in mind, too. But everybody taking the quiz out there, okay, what would you pick? Frog lay down with the lamb, wolf lay down with the lamb, or lion lay down with the lamb? Okay, a really, really, really famous Bible verse. It's
1: either the frog layeth down with the lamb, or the wolf lay down with the lamb,
2: or the lion layeth down with okay, the lamb. Oh,
1: okay, well, I got A
2: for lion. <laughs> so you want lion? A lion, A, a lion. wolf. <laughs> okay, good, good. So, did everybody get lion? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, nobody better be lying. <laughs> okay. Now the next one is Berenstain Bears in 1963. They actually used to make Christian cartoons at first. They had like biblical, kind of like more Christiany. But anyways, how do you spell Berenstain? Bears. Huh? Berenstain. 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 Do you know? Do you know what the Berenstain Bears is?
2: It's a cartoon.
1: Do you is know the cartoon? You- Oh, you don't know it? Do you know, know it?
2: No, I don't know it. Oh, you I haven't heard of it? Yet? I mean, it?
1: Well, Kathy, well, she actually, did it a lot. I used to have the toys, too. It's yeah. really old cartoons. A lot of people had a chance of bumping into it.
2: Yeah. So, um, I don't know how to spell the first part, but... Uh, so I did B-E-A-R, like bear, E-N-S-T-E-I-N. S-T-E-I-N.
1: Okay. Bear stained bears. Bear stain bears. It's a little bear family. like Kind of like the Flintstones, except for it's bears in the tree or something like that okay berenstain bears it's spelled it's spelled like stein like frankenstein or uh some kind of a stein but people always said berenstain bears even though it says berenstein but whatever um that's another one the next one is number five um
2: forrest gump said what life is like a box of chocolates you You never know what you're gonna get
1: thank you good Life is like a box of chocolates. Did everybody get that? Mm-hmm. Good. Number six. Um, Matthew 7 says, judge not. Let you be not judged. What did you get?
2: Lest you be judged.
1: Okay, what did you get?
2: Judge not or you'll be judged with the same measure you put out. Thank you. And lest, I could judge, lest ye be judged. Lest
1: you be judged. Right. Good. Um, number seven. What did you guys write? Um, on, earth,
2: earth, on earth as
1: it is in You said on earth? On earth as
2: it is in heaven. What did you say Miss Linda? On earth as it is in heaven.
1: Okay, and how about you? On earth as it is in heaven. Good job. And next number is number eight. Start. Beam me up Scotty. Okay. Did everybody get that? Yeah. Beam me up Scotty. I
2: put this down so much in Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's truth. <laughs> so too, right?
2: Yeah. He did. No, he yeah. did. Oh.
1: Yeah. Um, Kathy, Kathy knew that, that a lot. Water. Oh, you did.
2: Oh, I'm <laughs> I thought no, he no. heard something.
1: <laughs> Amen. Amen. What do we got now? Number nine. What did you get, Linda? Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest Okay. Is that what you got? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Okay. Number 10, how do you spell Febreze?
2: F E B R E E Z E. That's
1: right. Is that what you guys got? What? I got. I got F E B R E Z E. Okay. okay. And how about you? F A B
2: R E E Z E. I don't know. <laughs> What'd you get? I put F E B R E E Z E.
1: Okay. Well, there is a lot more, okay? There's a lot more than this. Now here comes the crazy part. So please brace yourself, and I want you to know I'm not crazy, okay? I promise you I'm not crazy. And you're not crazy for what you said, okay? Mr. Rogers did say it like this. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, just like that. Beautiful day in the neighborhood, okay? Now, just assume that you had 40 years ago recorded his TV show And you saw that same tape a hundred times and every time you watched it, it said, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Okay. And then you have to
0: understand with Mr. Rogers, that's the way he started out. I'm pretty sure he started out like every episode. I only watched Mr. Rogers when I was like a little kid. Um, I, I didn't like watch him when I was like a teenager or anything or whatever, but I, I mean, I watched uh, who knows how many could have been hundreds of episodes, I'm not saying they're all different, but I'm saying I, I could have watched hundreds um, easily. And there is no doubt in my mind, he always said, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I mean, you've heard this even said in, in, in just um, outside of, of watching the show. There's been times you've probably seen that played at different times and whatever, Thing that you've watched It's something that a lot of people know But now it's not that way anymore
1: And then say around 2009 That's a number I'm going to use for tonight I don't know when things did this change But I'm telling you Supernaturally I'm not hinting at it I'm saying it Every copy of every Mr. Rogers film Ever It doesn't say that anymore Every copy Spiritually Has been changed to, it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. You will not find any trace of the neighborhood ever again. It's gone. Did everybody
0: hear that? It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. This neighborhood is what it is now. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. He never said that. It was the neighborhood, not this. This is just... This is literally the first one we're getting into. So if you're, if you're not hearing anything right now that's ringing true you, just stick with it because we're going to get into many, many more. And there's so many up on, on, the, um, on the Internet. I'm only really trying to stick with the ones that are 100%. There's no doubt these have been changed. And there's so many just that fall under that classification heading. That we don't even have to go with any of the ones that might be questionable.
1: That's weird number one. Oscar Meyer Wiener. It says the song, they even have a commercial of the old video from back in the day on YouTube, and it actually says it different now. You will not find one trace of their product. If you found a if you had bought their product 40 or 50 years ago and it had a hot dog pack stuck under your bed and it said Oscar m-E-Y-E-R when you bought it. It, if you pull that out today, guess what it would say? M-A-Y-E-R. It would not say the same thing.
0: So it's it's the E has been changed to an A. And Oscar Mayer has been changed to Oscar Mayer, essentially. So the thing is, is what's so freaky about this is what he's saying. The commercials are all changed. If you had a pack of hot dogs back from that day, it's changed. The only way that most of the time I've seen that they, they can catch these things is if somebody hand-wrote the stuff down, like, before these changes took place, then a lot of times I think the handwriting in the vast majority of cases isn't changed. But then again, I could be wrong about that, but I know there are instances where People have wrote stuff down and it and it was actually the real way. Also, there's commentaries out there, like we're gonna see with like the line Lay down at the lamb where they've written whole commentaries that are still up there. And I don't even want to give that one away yet as much, but there's whole commentaries up there which which flat out confirm that. Um, and again, I don't wanna say I've kind of already said too much on that one, but it's it's there are ways that that if if you dig deep enough, where you can find out and confirm that you're not going crazy, that actually yeah it was that way, and it's some some of these changes it's much harder to do, but but some of them it's it's easier because of all the things that were written about that maybe that particular subject.
1: I'm telling you that the devil's power is so sophisticated because of the sin of this nation and this world, it allows the deceiver. To go over the top. The more people sin, the more power the devil does. The devil is a liar, an accuser. He is a deceiver. He's cunning. He is um, He's a murderer. The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I mean,
0: Doesn't the Bible say many are going to fall away from the faith? And that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. And that evil men and seducers shall wax, meaning grow, worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. There's all these Bible verses where Matthew 24, where Jesus says, "Be not deceived," which is basically the the greatest description of the end times that we're moving into. And this is a gigantic deception. It's a deception we need to be made aware of. Though I just don't see the point anymore of, of burying my head in the sand. And and not to say I ever said that, acted like this wasn't a big deal. I always intended to do a study on this, um, but I guess you know it just took a lot from God to bring me to that point
1: come that you might have life, and life more abundantly. He wants us to be clear. So what you wrote down, you wrote down in the NSEC of your heart. If anybody tries to tell you you don't know what you're talking about, I want you to count them as a very dangerous voice in your life. Count them, love them, and be nice to them and all that you have to do in the natural, but I want you to know that that's not safe for you. Don't listen to nobody. You trust in what the Lord told you and what you know is true. Because this phenomenon has not only changed the commercial world, it has literally changed the text of the Bibles and how. That's what I'm saying. That sounds crazy, huh? Sounds ridiculous, huh? Can I say something? Sure. This reminds me of that book 1984. Four, that's right. And in fact, you have to preach that in this message in order for this to make sense. Okay? This is what I'm saying. The Bible... The King James Bible in English has been in English for over 400 years in King James print from 1611 and on to now. So 405 years when it was printed, every King James Bible said, lest ye be judged. That's what it said. Judge not, lest ye be judged. It doesn't say that on any Bible in the history of the world anymore. You can find a Bible that was 400 years old and it will say, Judge not that ye be not judged, just like you said. You quoted what it says now, but you didn't quote like what it said before 2009. Spiritually, every printed text has changed. I'm not hinting at it, I'm saying it It changed. The Word of God is under attack in a very, very creepy way, and I'm not joking around. Okay? Yeah, And I can prove it. You go to any, I have a hundred year old Bible there. One that's a hundred, uh, probably like from 1950s over here. I've checked every Bible that I have. They're all it. And in uh, it's Isaiah 11 verse 6,
2: it says that the wolf shall lie down with the lamb. It used to say, before
1: 2009, it said the lion shall lie down with the lamb. In fact, they got pictures and all kinds of things that have a picture of a lion with a lamb. And they even started to put the wolf in there. 2009 all the searches for lion and the lamb it's all it ever was there was no wolf and there was no wolf and lamb searching on the internet at all until well, at least on Google until 2009 when their books started to change there was one person that says i was doing a study on now that-, that
0: to me that is very objective thing there were no searches for lion lay down with the or the wolf lay down with the lamb before 2009 and then when the change happened, where the Bible says now the wolf lays down with the lamb I mean the the, the, the the Bible describes Satan as the wolf essentially wolf in sheep's clothing you know uh, the, the, the true shepherd have no uh, the true or the hireling have no true love for the flock you know but the true shepherd will lay down for a sheep why because the wolf is is you know ever seeking whom he may devour, essentially. (laughs) Satan go about this wolf, ever seeking whom he may may devour. That type of stuff. The wolf is always typically mentioned in a very negative context. Yet during the millennial reign of Christ, now it's the wolf is going to lay down with the lamb? Now, I'm not saying all animals aren't going to probably most likely all be in harmony during the millennial reign of Christ. But it never said wolf will lay down with the lamb. You know, it never said that, and now it does. And I mean, that's one of the big, 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 big ones because even a lot of people that are unsaved, you could ask them, "What does is it the lion lay down with the lamb or the wolf?" And and I would say the vast majority of unsaved people are even going to be able to tell you, "Oh yeah, I heard that's the lion lay down with the lamb." And I mean, that's just one. Of the hundreds, if not thousands, of changes that have taken place in the Bible. I don't want to say thousands because I'm not 100% sure on that. But hundreds, I would have to say at this point.
1: Isaiah 11, halfway through the study, it started to say lion in my Bible that I've had for years. And then I went to the next day and it it was wolf. And they literally thought they were going crazy. you are not going crazy.
0: So in other words, a person that literally had their King James Bible and one day they're looking at it. They were doing a study on that exact portion of scripture. One day, it says, lion, lay down with the lamb. And then the next day, it says, wolf. And they're like, I'm going crazy. What's going on? You're not going crazy. Okay? You're not going crazy. But like he said, with this whole thing about sin, and as sin propagates in the world, and there, as there's more occultists opening up portals and doing witchcraft workings and 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 as sin defiles the land, is there's more sodomy going on? All these things the Bible talks about that defiles the land, um, child sacrifice. Okay, we've got our abortion clinics going on. We've got we've got the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender. That defiles the land. There's there's things in the Bible that say that they're almost special classifications of sin because they defile the land. As more of that goes on, as more witches try to open up portals and all this all this other garbage, um. It's giving Satan power that he hasn't had previously because there's enough humans who unfortunately, I know I'm not saying unfortunately, but they're created in God's image, but now they're on Satan's side. They're doing Satan's bidding. It's literally giving Satan more power than he's ever had before. And, and um, that's that's kind of a good... There's other points that are brought up here that are very, very insightful. Not even in this video, but in some of the videos we'll be watching. Because this is kind of a... a, a not one lecturer that I'm going to play you is going to cover it all. Not one lecture is going to make sense of it all. So please, stay with me on this. We're going to cover this in totality I'd like to say from A to Z, but there's no way I can cover it all. I'd have to just devote my ministry to this for the rest of my days. I could probably do this for the next year just to cover this one particular subject and still not be caught up on all the changes. And there's more occurring, unfortunately, all the time. And again, this is one of the reasons I'm doing this study is that we pray against these D-wave computers and CERN and these particle colliders and the witchcraft that is going on that is also whatever witchcraft is going on that could also be perpetuating this. Because if there's no Christians praying about this particular subject, it's going to get a lot worse, and it's going to get a lot worse a lot quicker. That's another reason that I need to do this study, to get the word out, so that we can pray against it.
1: Trust in what you know. Trust in your childlike nature that God gave you. That's the path (coughs) to life. Matthew 18, most of the Bible is still telling the truth. Okay. Yes. There is... Real changes that have gone on in the printed text. How the devil did that is not... That is something else. And um, I'm not trying to give any glory to the devil. I'm going to tell you what it is so you can do your own research on your own if you want to. It's called the Mandela Effect, okay? The person who named it is not a Christian. I would not name it the Mandela Effect because they have a different way of looking at it. The Satan's view of it is we have a parallel universe coming together and all of a sudden our our, our understandings are not true. That's not true. Okay? The truth is what ephesians 6 says it says that we as christians we wrestle not we 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 conflict not with flesh and blood but we
0: now again this is a big reason i haven't done the teaching as well because this whole thing about parallel universes oh there's a million parallel universes and that they're one one universe is bleeding into ours and that's why all this stuff is happening and then you get into that realm and it's like well that can really be a deal breaker for a lot of christians so I, i much more tend to go with what he is saying regarding this whole subject
1: against principalities and powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, and spiritual wickedness in high places, and that could not be more true than ever, okay, the devil is a liar, he's a deceiver, don't let your child like mine go into the trap of the devil, okay, um, life is like a box of chocolates, it says life was like a box of chocolates now, you will not find one videotape on the planet where he is talking and it doesn't say life was
0: like a box of chocolates okay that's what i'm understanding right now yeah he now he says life was like a box of chocolates doesn't even make sense life is like a box of chocolates which is what he always said in forrest gump with the lady on the park bench he always said that that makes sense like life is like a box of chocolates you never know what you're gonna get to say life was like a box that doesn't make sense and see that's the thing with a lot of these changes once you hear them once they're pointed out to you it's like that makes no sense at all that makes no sense whatsoever you know I mean interview with interview with a vampire okay remember that movie by with Tom Cruise now I believe it's interview with the vampire the vampire like there's only one the vampire the vampire it implies there's only one well even in the show there was like multiple ones No, it's interview with a vampire and there's even people in Hollywood and you're going to hear the clips I'm getting ahead of myself now where they are on stage saying you know interview with a vampire you know and and I mean literally on stage people that were in the movie this type of stuff where it's interview with a vampire? No, it's interview with the vampire. And if you can't find any of the like the CDs or DVDs or whatever where it doesn't say interview with the vampire, makes no sense whatsoever. The vampire and most of, so many of these Mandela changes, and I I I agree with him about the Mandela thing. It's just a label that we're putting on it because it's it it was basically that way. Um, so much of what you're gonna hear is like that doesn't make sense. That's not what it said. It doesn't mean. Ma- again, it's just some weir- really weird ploy, trick of the devil to just deceive us.
1: The, the voice and everything changed. There's a gentleman. His name is I forgot his real name. Darth Vader in the original second Star Wars: Empire Strikes Back. Okay, and he's right there, chopped off his kid's hand. Uh, Luke Skywalker loses his hand and he said, Obi-Wan told me who you were. You killed him. He, he told me what, how, where you did to my father. You killed him. He says, Luke, I am your father. The most popular line in all Star Wars. It changed. This guy said, I watched my videotape 500, 600 times. It said, Luke, you are my father every time. It doesn't say that anymore. It says, no, I am your father. That's what it says now. Every tape in the world. How did that happen? I'm not kidding around. I'm telling you that's what's going
0: on. I've got a whole section on that. I just don't know if I'm going to end up playing it all because it's like we could really go into each one of these changes. And I can just do a literal study on just that one quote about, you know, Luke, I am your father. Not, no, I am your father. No, it's Luke. I am, you know. <laughs> I could do a whole study on that one. Okay. And That's what I was planning on doing before, but it's gotten to the point where I got too much material. There's no way to do this unless I want to do a 50-parter on this, and nobody wants to hear a 50-part study. I'm hoping we're going to be able to give you enough proof and other things if you want to research it more, where if, if it's not convinced you by the time I'm done with this big, gigantic study I'm, I'm doing right now, I'm not even through part one yet, I'm way over time on it, but um, where you can go okay here you want to go into it further here you go i got a 53 page who knows what it'll be by the end of this it might get a lot bigger 53 page pdf that you can go into on a lot of stuff that we didn't even cover we 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 glossed over it we did a cursory view of it but if you really want to get the proof here it is and much much more i just looked up interview with um the interview with a vampire thing and every single thing, it's interview with the vampire. Interview with a even Anne Rice's book, Interview with the Vampire. Even the book titles changed. Which I guess is where they derive the, the movie from. Different copies of of Anne Rice's book, Interview with the Vampire. I see three different copies. It's all Interview with the Vampire. It makes no sense. The vampire? Well, I guess there's only one. There's only one vampire. No, it makes no sense at all.
2: So it is, why, huh? Why are they doing these subtle changes? Why
1: are they doing it? I, I feel like my, my feeling is that the Lord is being merciful to let us know that we have been mistreating His Holy Word. Most Christians haven't even read their book one time, let alone they, they will tremble at the Word and take it for what it is. This is a letter from the Almighty God. If we don't treat it right and use this book to say, look world, we're not allowing you to go this far, okay? If we can have constitution. You can do whatever you want, but when you start crossing the line, we're going to start to speak up. The evangel the evangelical church will start to evangelize. The Protestant church will start to protest and say, "Stop it." We're not going to leave all the protesting to the hippies, okay? They have an idea what's going wrong, but we need to have a discernment and not just enjoy the freedom that we found from the righteousness that we used to have in this nation. This nation is not righteous anymore. This is not a Christian nation anymore. We're, we're just surviving in the afterglows of a righteous nation and the protection that God gave, amen? So this year, we've happened to go over spiritual warfare for four weeks in January and February, and then we started to go over the fact that God will protect a righteous nation, but He won't. And it's open season to whatever the devil wants to
0: do. So he's covering a lot of the same topics I'm covering. Which I think when you get into that type of watchman type of ministry, and if you really start looking at the the things of the day, and being like the men of Issachar in the Bible, where it says they were understanding of the times that they were living in. And it commended them for that. The men of Issachar, okay? And I've, I've said that verse many times. Um, when you start doing that, you're going to start understanding spiritual warfare, Um, looking at all the ways you're destroyed for lack of knowledge. Uh, Let Satan get an advantage of you, for we are not ignorant of his devices. You're going to kind of tend to gravitate that, because there's very few preachers that are, and the church needs to be warned about these types of things.
1: God's letting us know, this is more serious than my people it is. And whoever can see this and actually go, that's true. I just wrote down, the neighborhood. Now it says this neighborhood. I said Oscar Meyer and it says Oscar Mayer everywhere. It says wolf and I know it said lion. Barenstein bears, now it says stain like you got a stain on your clothes. It's everywhere. I looked at the toys on eBay all the way back to the kidhood. In evil Knievel, it says evil with an I L. Now it says E B E L. Everywhere yeah. you look.
0: Yeah, evil Knievel's changed too. So um Bernstein bears, stain bears down. Okay. And that wasn't a big thing that I spent a lot of time with in that particular one. So that one didn't ring as true as some of these other ones. And again, it depends what your reality was, where you were growing up and how much you were exposed to a certain thing and that type of stuff.
1: 1973 toys, all the way back, it changed. Is it going to affect the Word of God? It already has. It already has. There's more changes in the Bible. Like the word stuff, I was listening months ago on the mountain, listening to the Bible, because they have free King James with the drama. You can download it and listen to it on the mountain. I just wanted the hunger for the Word, and I'm like... Did that say stuff? And I looked up in the in the Bible and I said, sure enough, it said stuff in there 13 times in the King James Bible. Mostly the King James Bible is under attack. I'm not kidding. You do all your research, you will find out. If you do true research, you'll come out a very solid believer. But don't fear. Okay? Jesus is real, his word is still true, and we're gonna hide it in our heart. Right now, the Bible is still enough. Almost everything is still true, even the changes is still not such a big deal that we don't have to worry about it. So I want us to, there's a, I have a kind of a plan for people who really want to learn how to hide the thing in their heart and hide things in package, package ways. Like we memorize our phone number 503, 38, whatever, you have little ways of memorizing things, memory tactics for memorizing very, very fundamental and foundational things for Christians. So when things go haywire, which they will, whether hopefully it's not in our lifetime, but it may be, I don't know. And I don't have to know, but I want us to be prepared. Okay. That means you are a childlike faith and saying, the Bible says heavy weather's coming. It could be in this generation, it could be in the next, but we want to—we don't want to be lazy and pass down laziness to the next generation, amen? We want them to be strong in whatever the enemy is going to do to them. We want them to be able to battle with the sword of the spirit and take down some devils with them, amen? And to save some souls. You bring the word out to the darkness. I promise you, you're going to bring some out. You're going to. There's people out there that really do care for the truth, no matter how much this world and which world... I
0: would really consider my listeners in that classification. Because if you've hung with me this long, and a lot of people have been with me since the start, I know that. Then you know, I don't think this is going to be something too traumatic <laughs> compared to a lot of the subjects I've got into before. Well, this one's, in some ways, the most heavy duty. You know
1: church has affected people okay it's time for us to know that we're going to have to stand on what most people in the history of the world have had to stand on they had to live and serve god the best they could with no bible okay
0: yeah that's true that's the reality and there's a lot of pastors out there attacking this and um sorry about that um and i heard one the other day going so far i hadn't heard one do this yet but going so far the good old pastor lawson who i just played in like my last study basically intimating on several different occasions during his during his mandela straight from the pit of hell i agree mandela straight from the pit of hell basically saying you're not basically saying you're not a defender of the king james bible anymore and you're not even saved if you believe this he basically not so subtly implicated that in that message on I don't know how many occasions I was only like a half hour sermon I don't think he refuted one thing about the Mandela effect it's just what I get from a lot of people trying to refute this is that a very very feeble attempt to try to actually justify some of the changes there's just too many to even try to possibly and um, then saying well it can't be because Just can't be. Look at the fruit of the King James Bible. That's one of the things he said. I'm like, I can look at the fruit of the King James Bible and understand it's incredible fruit. I'm still a defender of the King James Bible. I I, I, I will always be a defender of the King James Bible, but it's not my fault this garbage is happening and that the word of God, unfortunately, is being changed in regard to that. And they'll, they'll cite Bible verses like, well, it can't be because of this Bible verse. Well, no, actually, the Bible does say in Amos that there's going to come a time that there's going to be a famine in the land and a famine for hearing the words of God. And they're going to go, you know, to and fro seeking it and they're not going to find it. Well, could this be why? Are we just seeing the very beginning of changes? Are, are we going to just have to totally get to a point where, where we're relying on the word of God hidden in our heart, because He can't change it there. The devil can't get to it if we've hidden in it. If we've hidden it in our heart, and that's why I've emphasized so many times over this ministry that you know, thy words have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. That words are a lamp under my feet and a light under my path. Those types of, of verses where it's I've I've tried to um, emphasize memorizing Scripture is of key importance because you just never know when it could be taken away. So that's all I have for part one. God bless you, and we will see you in part two.
2: Scott Johnson's 1,000-plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the Internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G f o r t r u t h dot com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson. 2359 Highway 70 Southeast, Number 321, Hickory, NC 28602, or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at ContendingForTruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.